Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello, and welcome to the Gardening in Canada podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm a soil scientist that gardens up here in Canada. But mind you, my tips and tricks and actual science facts are going to help you sort through plant care regardless of where you are in the world. That's both indoors and outside. So let's just jump straight into it. Hello, plant people. How are you guys doing today? Welcome. Hello. How are you? How's the seed starting adventures going? Are you planned? Are your seeds bought? If not and you want to support the podcast channel or website, be sure to check out the links in the show notes below. There are seed affiliate links for West Coast Seeds, Seeds.com, and Zappa Seeds. So Zappa Seeds and West Coast Seeds are Canadian companies. Seeds.com is based out of the U.S. So like I said, if you want to support the channel through affiliate links and purchase all your seeds through there, then that is most definitely the way to do it. But keeping in a pattern or in fashion, let's talk about things you can do to help sterilize your seed starting mix. So I typically do not advocate for sterilization of any sort of potting soil mix. I know the importance of nitrogen cycles, phosphate cycles, you name it to deliver your plants bioavailable nutrients. I'm not ignorant to the fact that this is all done through microbes. But when it comes to seed starting mixes in an enclosed environment inside our homes, it's a little different. I do change this up mostly because I'm afraid of damping off and damping off is essentially the result of poor seedling development. You know when your seedlings could just randomly flop over at the soil level? That's damping off. You just had damping off incident. And that's caused by microbes. So the best way to prevent this is to sterilize it. Not only that, seedlings, they don't need much for nutrients. Trust me, all their power is still in the actual cotyledons of the seed. Trust me, they will be fine until you bump them up by bumping up if you don't know what that is that's the uh, mid-step between seed starting and then actually transplanting outdoors so let's talk about what we can do to sterilize that soil uh one question i got on instagram i posted about this on instagram saying how i sterilize my soil and someone said i'm i find it crazy that you would advocate for this and basically why and it like i said it does for me, it comes down to the protection of germination because I don't want my hard-earned money being wasted because of bad soil, right? Am I right? I'm right, right? I don't know. But anyways, you guys have to let me know what you what you guys think. So anyways, I uh, one of the things I like to do is hot water. That's where I like to start with. And I use boiling hot water. Now, this isn't going to affect the fungi, the fungal spores, very, very tough little things. 
insidious little creatures that have been around longer than mankind or dinosaurs or anything else on the face of this planet. And uh, one of the best ways to treat them we'll talk about later but for right now we're just going to focus on everything else other than fungi and hot boiling water will do the trick here so i like to start off with that when possible now the hot water should be applied to something with a very acidic ph so this may be rock wool for some of you hydro folks out there this could come in the form of peat coconut coir, something with a more acidic pH. That is the key here. We do not want to use regular potting soil full of compost and manures or slow release fertilizers or tons of perlite. Uh, we also want to avoid our own mixes that have compost or manures. If you missed that, listen to the last podcast we spoke about. And then of course you want to um, avoid anything that obviously is introducing a massive influx of microbes. So anything that's degrading or degrading on the process to degradation uh, into the actual seed starting mix, right? So we want to start off with that and hot water. Now I did a blog post on this. Things like cinnamon, apple cider vinegar, all these like crazy hacks and stuff, just avoid them. A majority of them do not work. Science has proved they don't work. And so one of the most common ones I see is cinnamon. And the reality is that cinnamon, yes, it does work to a point under certain circumstances. So let me just flesh that out here a little bit for us. First off, cinnamon is an antimicrobial microbial and an antifungal product. We know this. Research tells us this. Scientific literature confirms this. However, the stuff we're getting from the stores that's ground up in these nice little neat packages is actually not true cinnamon. It's kind of like a hybrid. It's a different type of tree, but it's not a cinnamon tree. And therefore, it does not have anywhere near the same level of microbial or antifungal properties. So the only way for cinnamon to work and work in a fashion that's useful would be if we were to get our hands on some fresh, actual cinnamon tree, which... If you have the bank account to do that and then spread it on your seed starting mix, go for it. But for us regular folk, it's just unrealistic. The other thing I find with the fake cinnamon that we eat is that it tends to really hold a lot of moisture. And I find that it almost makes like a matting on top or in the soil surface. So avoid the cinnamons when possible. Uh, apple cider fingers, all that crazy stuff. That's just potentially going to cause more stress, which we do most definitely want to avoid. Am I right? Yeah. So one of my other favorite additives for fungus gnats, thrips, mealybugs, any sort of indoor bug issue you don't like, you know the fruit flies that fly into your face? Yeah, the gnats, those are fungus gnats, the little winged dots. Yeah, those. I hate those. And so what I like to do is I like to use nematodes um, in my actual mix. So I will put a couple eggs, I call them eggs, they're not actually eggs, little carrier pods um, in my actual soil. And I've done blog posts, videos on this. So um, be sure to check those out either on the website or over on YouTube. So when I do that, I notice a massive decrease in this. Now, if you don't like the idea of nematodes, which by the way, you cannot see them unless you have x-ray vision. 
just an FYI, or microscopic vision, I should say. You cannot see these. If you're scared of those, then get... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The product called BTK. They sell it all over Canada, U.S., and all that is is it's a bacteria. And that bacteria you put into the soil, and essentially it deters the growth of your pesty bugs that may or may not avoid or um, disturb you or upset you when you actually open your seeds and go to hang out with them, right? So definitely something to consider if you're sick of the fungus gnats. Now, fungus gnats are generally harmless. They don't do anything. Uh, as long as there's not so many of them that their feces and wee-wees are affecting anything, right? So just something to keep in mind there. Um, next up is vermiculite. If you want to avoid mold growth on the top of your soil surface, if you want to help retain moisture, if you're not sure if the seeds are photosensitive or not, but you don't want to plant them too deep. If you're an overthinker, vermiculite is your answer seriously. So it's going to prevent against fungal buildup. It's going to help uh, disperse moisture much more evenly. It's going to help with ambient temperatures and it's also going to help with seed germination because it's going to allow the light to penetrate deeper. And the way I like to do this is simply just sprinkling a layer on top of my regular potting soil. And I've done YouTube videos on this actually showing how I do this, what how thick it is, all that stuff. So that is a must if you want to reduce the fungal buildup on the surface of the soil. And also if you want to start losing the trays and not using the top clear tops because you've you know, that excess moisture worries you. Vermiculite most definitely is your answer. So be sure to check that out. Um, other than that, I mean, the hot water, I would use the nematodes, the vermiculite. I wouldn't add perlite or pumice. We talked about in the last video. I wouldn't add com uh, compost or manures. Vericompost maybe because that actually has shown some um, antimicrobial properties to it, which may be beneficial to you. And yeah, that's literally the main the main ones here. Now, I do get asked often if plastics are safe when it comes to plastic containers and uh, seed starting. And I mean, 
The reality is that seeds or plants do absorb microplastics. And before you get angry at me and say you've read this before and it's not true anymore, it is now, kind of. So there was a study done out of China and it was looking at the uptaking of bioplastics. And essentially, these scientists published this journal in October of 2021. So this is just like literally a few months old type thing. Anyways, I've been reading this article. I went through the journal entry. I kind of went through a little bit of what they're saying. Um, You know, there's some valid points there. There's some solid science there. So I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm saying that this most definitely can be a possibility. Now, do I think we're probably consuming more plastics than we wish to believe we are just based on water testing and stuff like that. Yes, I think nanoplastics is a definite thing we're all consuming. So I don't think it's harmful for you, but it's definitely something to keep in mind. Now, if you're reusing plastic or you're using plastics from, um, you know, reusable food containers, that sort of thing, tires, whatever the case is, if you're using plastic, just make sure it's food safe. So I think that's two, four, and five. Those are the safe plastics, the food safe plastics. Any other number is not considered safe. And so therefore it's going to degrade in the presence of soil microbiology and just natural exudates and breakdowns with plants, right? So if we want to avoid that and make ourselves as healthy and uh, happy as possible, we want to use those food safe options. So generally... If you had food in it or liquid in it that was edible, that is food safe. So things like milk jugs, pop jugs, um, egg cartons, that sort of thing. That's all, uh, you know, checks the list for healthy food-based stuff. And so therefore you can use that no problem. Uh, Tags, tags is one. If you're using tags that are plastic, those are totally unregulated. Those are not food safe. Those are coming to China and who knows what kind of shop floor. So I I always think back to the CBC Marketplace episode I watched on Claire's Jewelry for Children. And when they were checking things like arsenic and lead and uranium, you name it. Just obscure metals that should never be in a child's jewelry. And Claire's came back really, really high. And they went to Claire's and said, well, where is this from? They said, it's from China. I mean, the fact that that stuff's getting into like kids' jewelry and people aren't noticing, I don't even want to know what's in these plastic labels from China and it going into our soil. So um, even if it's a seed starting small scale, right? But to avoid that, there's lots of other options out there. Uh, popsicle sticks, food grade popsicle sticks, not the craft ones. The craft ones have been treated with God only knows what. You want to use the food safe ones. And then there's also a great Canadian company out there. Their name is Perma Steak. Check them out. They've got these wonderful reusable aluminum steaks. And not only steaks, but they have like a little hole in them. You can tie a string to them. You can put them on Uh, trees and bush outside so you never lose your actual labels anymore they're really really nice they're made out of aluminum that is plant safe so just something to keep in mind if you're getting uh, forged steel or anything like that technically you don't know what the mtr the material test report on that would look like and therefore you may or may not know the metallurgical properties or what kinds of leads or leads (laughs) 
maybe LUDs, you never know uh, what kind of metals are actually in that product. So just something to watch out for. But you guys have to send me an email, um, visit me on Instagram, you name Facebook. Let me know what you think about seed starting, some tips and tricks you have for seed starting. And of course, if you are a regular listener to this podcast, I keep on forgetting to mention this, but there is a voicemail subscription that I have. And so you just click the link in the show notes below. It says, leave me a voicemail. You can leave me a question. I will feature your question. You can say, you know, you can feature my voice or not. If you don't want your voice featured, just let me know. I will just read the question out. But leave me your question. If you want to broadcast it, I will be more than happy to do so. Like I said, I love your guys' questions. The podcast episodes are based off of your questions. So please, please, please forward them my way. Uh, Happy planting. And I will most definitely talk to you guys next time. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.